Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Show Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. I hope everyone is doing okay and doing safe out there yet, y'all. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is now uh, spring-ish, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but right now, uh, people are kind of going out and being more relaxed. And at this time, uh, we are now finally kind of being relaxed when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, if you follow this this uh, podcast, you know that we have an ongoing series called uh, The COVID Impact, how COVID has impacted not just us here in America, but globally uh, from mental health to weight gain to uh, just being normal. And we want to continue this podcast uh, series as we're going kind of out the door of our season. Uh, and we cannot do this without our one of our favorite guests, on the podcast she's just now coming back to america finally uh dr yvette mcqueen thank you so much uh for coming back on the show today thank you i'm so happy to be here yes ma'am and like you know she's been a very you've been a very great part of this series about the COVID impact and telling us all about uh the vaccine and just like you know what to do what not to do and so uh and we're going to talk more about like what's going on now as it pertains to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. But for those who don't know you, kind of just tell us about who you are and things like that. So yes, my name is Yvette McQueen, MD, and I'm an emergency physician and travel doctor. So a global physician on a mission to educate about health, travel wellness, and disease prevention. So I keep travelers healthy and safe uh, while they're traveling, particularly internationally, uh, through my books, my tips. I have a concierge practice where you can dial me up and say, hey, doc, what should I do? So that's that's why I'm here. Yeah, and you and you have been traveling. That's why I said we haven't spoken to you in a while because you have been traveling. And, you know, I'm a little jealous of Dr. McQueen because, you know, we, we love to go uh, travel abroad on this podcast and talk to different people, different cultures, and we are all about embracing cultures. But uh, we have Africans on this episode all the time. But I am so jealous because Dr. McQueen has spent somewhere I really want to go. So can you tell people where you just came back from? So uh, last, yeah, five days ago, <laughs> I came back from Ghana. So uh, actually, it's been on my bucket list and I've been putting it off. And so I can finally do it now with traveling. But I went to Ghana and spent eight days and uh, it was I really felt like I was going home. I felt so welcomed, and I was in a country with people that look like me. And like I said, you know, I'm, I'm over here jealous because I'm over here creeping on her page. I'm like. Oh my goodness, like this can't be real. This gotta be Photoshop because it was just so beautiful, Doc. Like it really was. It's so beautiful and lush. And like I said, the people are so warm. But the one thing that did surprise me, I did not realize their food was so spicy. Oh, really? It's great. It's good. I loved it. I got a new little palette and taste buds, but it's a little spicy. <laughs> so what's so what's some of the things that you did over there in Ghana? Like what would you do? So we um, we was in Accra, <laughs> make sure I say that right. Um, and we just toured the city, we toured the market. Um, and actually I was with a um, company where she grew up in United States, but she moved there two years ago. She is, um, uh, but she's native Guyanian. So she moved there two years ago and started a company for Americans, basically. She, And so she took us to some of the unusual places where, uh tourists usually don't go and into some of the neighborhoods 
we went, uh, I had a naming ceremony, so I have a new name and I have a tribe. We took a boat ride on the Volta River. We did the Kente Cloth um, um, place where they make the Kente Cloth and also Cocoa Farm and uh, oh, Shea Butter. Oh my God, my skin feels so wonderful. Did you see her make it? Did you get to see her make the cocoa butter? Yes, yes, I did. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your what's your new name, by the way? You, you got to share it with us. So they give you your name um, for the day. Hold on. oh, I should have brought real quick. Let me huh? show you. I'll show you. Hold on. They give you the name uh, for the day that you're born on. So I was born on a Wednesday. So this is, they actually gave me a certificate. So for my new name. Oh, wow. It was Akuya, which is for Wednesday. And then Xanator, which means the doctors have in. Oh, wow. I know. Well, look at you. That is so cool. Like, I like, to all my African listeners right now, like, I'm coming there. I promise y'all, I am coming there. I am going to visit. I don't know when, but I'm coming to visit it because like I want to see. I want to put today claw too. I want one really bad. I I wanted to see how it's made. I wanted to see everything you see on these kind of like beauty supply stores and stuff like that in Africa. I want to see it yes. made like in the homeland and stuff like that. So and like big props to you. I'm so happy for you that you got a chance to experience that and get a name. Thank I want you. I want to get a name. I want to feel validated and get get a name too. Like I want to. I want my African name now. I'm just <laughs> I know because you you realize you know the history on this side of the pond, but they have a totally different history of what happened with mm-hmm. us. And that's what I needed to know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really love. That's why I have uh Africans on our show because you know, because of culture and what we don't know, and there's a very big misconception about what we think compared to what they think, and like that has been a joy to learn so i am so happy to hear that you got a chance to experience that yeah. and uh and do all that but but i have to i have to know this because i know that you're a workaholic like i am uh while you were over there did you do any kind of work or research while you were there or no or ask questions medically oh yeah i always ask questions medically okay <laughs> so actually what was so cool in the cocoa farm he told us how from the shale to the nut actually from making the chocolate to cocoa butter um there's a powder they make and he was like oh this is great for diabetes i was like oh i need to know that and he was telling us how the butter is great for eczema and i was like oh i need to know that and did you know their shell is what makes up the uh the black soap no i did not know that yes yeah so yeah but i didn't actually work work so no i wasn't touching patients while i was there but i still just still got involved Still got intrigued to learn, especially when it's going abroad and stuff like that. Uh, when you, because you're a travel doctor right now, and you've been uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic has probably been like one of your biggest things that you've probably been through in your career right now. Uh, going to Ghana, what kind of what, what's the difference that you noticed from traveling to Ghana, just the experience and like you know, uh, then then going anywhere else that you've been in so far. So I've noticed um, that. Other countries probably take it more seriously, or even though we're on a tail end. So going back to the pandemic, technically they haven't called off the pandemic, 
people don't know that, even though they feel like, oh, we're back to normal. They have not technically called off the pandemic. And it's been three years. So this is probably the longest pandemic that ever was. Uh, but other countries like um, in December, I went to Egypt and you have to show your your COVID vaccination card or you have to. And uh, with um, uh, going to Ghana prior to getting there, you have to upload a health declaration form or the airlines won't even check you in. So uh, those are things that are a little bit different. Uh, and people don't shun other people if they decide to wear a mask. You know, people, you know, if they feel comfortable talking to you, that's fine. If they wanted to wear a mask, that was fine too. It was a personal preference and people just kind of said, oh, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And one thing you kind of alluded to already and you, and you said it was just kind of like the basis uh, of this episode being on the tail end of it and uh just i'm gonna just go ahead and find out ask you where are we globally at with the pandemic are we over it? it can we can we just be go back to normal or uh should it still be an area of concern uh, or worry with us so once again the normal you knew and 2019 will never ever be normal again so i love if we say oh we can go back to normal no, COVID is here to stay, but it's going to be end up being like a seasonal or yearly virus that's there because people are still getting it, uh, whether you have your vaccine or not. And and people, unfortunately, people are still dying from it uh, because of the immune systems and different things like that. Uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization, has not called off the pandemic. Uh, but everyone feels like it is the tail end because a lot of people do feel more comfortable um, being open without masks. Now myself, I, if there's air blowing around and I'm a, in a big situation where I feel the ventilation is good, I'm okay without it. In some hospitals, we are still wearing it when we have patient to patient contact. Uh, and I still wear it on a plane, but I'm gonna tell you, I've been wearing mine because of influenza. Because people, is that just COVID? People are nasty. <laughs> I mean, influenza between January and April is influenza. So uh, people's been walking around sneezing, coughing, and uh, influenza will take you down too. Now, like, I, I am a medical dummy. And like I said, I just don't know a lot about medical and stuff like that and health as itself. Uh, what exactly, because I, I had a friend and her kid had influenza. Uh, what exactly is influenza for the people that don't know, especially me? It's the flu. The influenza is the flu. It's a virus. Um, it's just, um, and they have different strains of it, but it's just a virus and it's the flu and you get a fever, achy muscle. Sometimes people have nausea, vomiting with it. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different than COVID because COVID was more respiratory and it hit people's lungs really bad. And that's why it was more severe as far as um, basically when it came to mortality and death. Um, but it's it's just another virus out there. Wow. Uh, Y'all, we have Dr. Yvette McQueen, a travel doctor. Uh, man, she is on a mission right now to give us so much medical expertise. Uh, I always forget your slogan, so I'm sorry. You're on a that's mission. Okay. What is it? You're on a mission? I'm a global physician on a mission to educate about health travel wellness and disease prevention i'm a memorizer i promise you <laughs> but we have we have more with dr yvette mcqueen on the other side of the break make sure you stay tuned to the straight up show podcast years ago my family had a scare when we thought my mom had breast cancer it was painful to see her go through all the testing and witnessing her be just as scared 
Fortunately, she did not have breast cancer, but millions of women and men aren't as lucky. So we here at Straight Up are supporting and standing with those who are battling and have survived breast cancer with our official breast cancer awareness merchandise. Just visit our website, straightupshowpodcast.com, and get yours today. All proceeds will be donated to local breast cancer foundations. So we encourage you not only to get educated, but join us as we stand straight up to breast cancer. Voting. It's a right, a privilege, and a responsibility. Many have made the ultimate sacrifice just so we could have the ability to vote on what we believe is best for us and our community. So, we here at Straight Up ask you to do your research, let your voice be heard, and be proud to say, I Straight Up Voted. Welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. I am joined today by my special guest, uh, traveling physician, uh, Dr. Yvette McQueen. Thank you so much for coming back on the Straight Up Show podcast. Of course. Yes, ma'am. And so she's been telling us, y'all, uh, that we are on the tail end of uh, the COVID pandemic. Uh, the World Health Organization has not called off the pandemic, uh, but we are seeing some cases drop down. Uh, it's not as much going on, right? Um now, because the pandemic was like something that we've never seen, and like you said, that 2019 uh, going into 2020, uh, life would never be the same as it is. Uh, that sparked so much worry with the pandemic and kind of put uh, myself included, admittedly, uh, in a worry to actually leave and, you know, be around people and stuff like that. Uh, COVID has really made a big impact Oh, a lot of people, like you said, like people are nasty and you really didn't know how nasty people were until uh, the pandemic and stuff like that, especially people that were anti-maskers uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but for people like myself and other people that were worried a lot about just catching it, um, now that we're on a tail end of it, should we still be worried as much? say it depends you got to look at it individually so you know what your health status is you know what your immune status is uh, i would say if it's a normal healthy individual that don't have any medical problems um and, and you've gotten your vaccination um it's you're just going to treat it like every day uh, of course you don't put your i don't put myself in situations like if i'm on like the the bus from the parking lot to the airport and it's you know, it's packed, I'll put my mask on. Or when my mom goes out in public because she is, you know, she's 80 and immunocompromised, she'll put it on a mask. But when she's sitting around the house or, you know, one or two people come in the house, she doesn't, she doesn't like run and put her mask on because she's comfortable with that. So should you be worried? I just say, just be very cautious considering your individual status uh, because it's close contacts as far as crowded crowded places that basically and it's like I said it's not just COVID it's other viruses out there I mean I had some friends that got sick on a cruise and it wasn't COVID and it wasn't influenza it was another virus because other viruses are out there do you think that um because we're on the telling the COVID and stuff like that 
there and, and and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not really one of those people's conspiracy theories stuff like that. But like, do you think that this virus, since we can't really or have we, uh, you know, since I'm talking to you and you travel a lot, has there been a direct source of where this pandemic has started? Uh, well, we know where it started. <laughs> or how it started, I guess. Yes, ma'am. We don't know how it started. Um, you know, there's the thing, it jumped from animals or was it lab made, like you said, conspiracy theories. Um, but it's just, just like any, I mean, people don't know how Zika virus started, you know, back when, uh, you know, was that a few years ago, Zika virus, it started somewhere in the Southeast Asia, moved to South America, they was worried about the Olympics, you know, babies was born with small heads, and then it started to travel across the world. Unfortunately, it, I'm, well, fortunately, it wasn't considered a pandemic, but we don't know how Zika virus started either. Wow. Since you've been doing uh, medicine for how long now? Woo! No, I'm 22 sorry. Years. <laughs> 22 years. So you've been doing medicine for 22 years. And um, in your 22 years, you said you've never seen anything like this before, right? No, it, because we haven't had a pandemic. We had... I mean, there was the scare with the Ebola, but they contained it. Um, the pan, you know, it was right there, uh, and um, it started in Liberia and it hit a few other countries. But the pandemic mean it hit the whole world, but it didn't hit the whole world at the same time, and that's why I think it's lingered for so long. Because if it hit the whole world within just six months, and then it and then it tapered down, but it hit, you know. It hit China first, and then it hit us. It hit Europe, and then it hit us. And now, then it went back to China, and now it's in India. It's just, it did not hit everything at the same time. So I would say the close to it would be 1920, when influenza came about, and they had the influenza pandemic, but none of us was around then. Or, you know, I wasn't. <laughs> I do have, like, one, I guess, conspiratorial, I guess, question, I guess. Do you think that in all your years of medical uh, expertise that this or anything else can be caused because of bio biological, not biological, uh, what's the word I'm tripping? Uh, yeah, biological warfare. Do you think that maybe that's like, that can be a thing is when it comes to like different viruses and stuff at all or no? Okay. <laughs> there are, so I don't know if you know, the CDC has a vault a vault of viruses, whether they're um, natural or man-made actually out there. So um, they, and they try to make antidotes. Some of you make antidotes to like Ebola. We don't have an antidote to it. And there's a couple other that probably is man-made that we don't have uh, antidotes to, but uh, yeah, the only, only place smallpox is right now is in the CDC vault. Yeah. Wow. So, because because it, it kind of we're we're on the tail end of it, and I think that more people that really take who took this serious, this this pandemic serious, because there are a lot of people, and and, and this this kind of this is like a, a question that bothers me a lot. For the people that were one very anti-vaxxers and anti, you know, uh, so uh, anti COVID nineteen and getting the pandemic or it's fake and stuff like that, and. They've made it throughout this whole thing without even getting the virus or getting vaccinated. Um, how do you address them, especially now that they looked at 
this as like a victory to themselves. Well, all of them didn't make it. Trust me on that one. Uh, and you know what? It's not a victory because you know what? We all we all are born to die. So at some point they're going to get sick. Uh, and a lot of those people have never been on that side of sickness. So that's why they don't believe in it. But this pandemic, I'm just, you mentioned it before. This pandemic has changed the world. It really did. It changed how people think. Like you said, some people, I'm knowing some people that's just starting to come out their house. Some people still won't go back to their jobs or they have started their own jobs so they can stay in the house. They limit themselves around people. Uh, it's had a big mental shift on people on how um, how they think about themselves and others. So this pandemic did change the world. Do you think, you know, because the way it, it impacted the whole world, do you think that one, could this happen again? And two, what are some things that you and your colleagues are maybe uh, trying to do to prevent this from ever happening or be more prepared? Because you you all were busy. You know, I've seen the stresses that you, especially you and that y'all went through during this pandemic. Like, so basically, do you think this could happen again? What are, what are some things that you all are trying to do behind the scenes that we don't know about? Uh, it will happen again. Maybe not in my lifetime, but it will happen again. Uh, what are some of the things we do? Well, you know, it was how it was handled. Um, where um, I would say those that powers that be, and we're not just talking about government. I'm talking about some of the hospital, hospital administrators and things like that. They were more about bottom line and fun than they were about people. So, I'm, that's that's the honest truth. So, and and it's if it should happen soon, um, the medical system cannot handle it. Uh, I know several doctors, I know probably 20% of the physician population have left medicine or quitting within the next year because of the last three years. Wow. And, and you actually know the person that made the Moderna vaccine, right? Or was it Moderna? Uh, no. Was it, was it Moderna or was it? Uh, you mean, but uh, the black female? That's yes. A yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know her personally, but I'm proud of her. Yeah. <laughs> but you know of the person that did it. Yes. So that's 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 great. Um so right now as it stands, uh, because we're only telling of it, not the cases are going down. Do you think that the people that should we still be getting vaccinated if we have not caught up with our vaccines or, or what? I think um it's gonna become a vaccine like the influenza, like once a year. You know, once a year, they say, okay, flu season start, make sure you get your flu vaccine because, and it does not mean you won't get it. It just means you won't get it as severe. So that's what a lot of people are like, I had my two vaccines and I still got it. But yes, did you die? That's my point. Um, so if they get the vaccination, they may not have it severe. So uh, the more it's around and the more it's changed, the just get the more up-to-date one that's why i say get the most up-to-date one and you 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 know you're protected i i just love that answer because it was just so straight up just like you know like did you die <laughs> you, you, you didn't die. so <laughs> sorry that did that just that just sorry the way you responded was pretty it was blunt it was it was honest so yeah and i'm one of those people that kind of like just kind of just you know i'm still trying to you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to be around people no more because, like, I and I used to be so outgoing and stuff, but now it's just like, man, y'all are just 
careless and careful, you know, just don't even care about, you know, personal hygiene and stuff like that. And, you know, just, it definitely has changed the world. Uh, we're going to have a little bit more with Dr. Uh, McQueen on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. Summer is approaching. That season where most friends and family travel, have family reunions, and enjoy that family vacation you've had over a year to plan. If you haven't had your vaccinations yet, there's still time. You might think you're fine now, but the reality is you're not. There's still contagious variants out there, and some states and cities are still behind on getting vaccinated. Don't ruin your family vacation by worrying about traveling in a hot spot. And don't be the one to cause a loved one at your family reunion to get sick. If you're still deciding on whether or not to take the vaccine, do some real research. And most of all, do what's best for you and your family. Take the politics out of it. And like everything on our show, think about it with an open mind. Everybody out there, I'm Sutan Salahuddin. From Southside, season three is out right now on HBO Max. Make sure you tune in and make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Podcast show whenever you are online. Peace. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Today, we're joined by Dr. Yvette McQueen. Uh, she is a traveling emergency physician on a mission. Uh, to get people their advice, and I've, I've I've already messed up the slogan already. It's all right; they get the gist. They get the gist. Hey, I'm gonna get it. I promise. Uh, but you you have definitely been making your impact about uh this whole pandemic, and you've been a very, a great help uh to our podcast to kind of raising awareness of of this pandemic. And I feel like that honestly, uh, truthfully, within this podcast, we have grown in to see your messages. So it's really helped. Uh, listeners and I know that people that commented on our our Facebook and our social media saying that you know uh, your your tips really helped them out and so uh, I just want to say to you and all those medical professionals out there thank you thank you uh, for your help and throughout this whole thing because you all have definitely put uh, your lives on the line and you are the unsung heroes uh, throughout the world. Thank you we appre- we appreciate that acknowledgement. Yes ma'am and like you said there are some people who are we're quitting the medical field. I know a bunch of them uh, that are quitting right now. And I hate that because, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, when it comes to that, what is something that maybe medical employers can do better to, I guess, make it easier for y'all? Well, um, 
just listen. So a lot of people that's in um, health policy and an administration are not medical people. So that was one of the things transitioned over the last maybe 10 or 15 years. The people in the offices have never actually touched a patient. They're the business people. They're looking at the bottom line. So one thing is basically take our opinion when we say that's not the right way we should treat patients or no, I'm not kicking this patient out in two days when I know they need four. <laughs> so um, just start listening to the clinical people because we're the ones actually on the bottom line taking taking care of the patients. As you... As you wind down uh, with this pandemic and all this stuff like that, now that you've been traveling a lot, since you don't, you're, you're more out than most doctors, but what have you been noticing any, any new trends at all since you've been traveling and doing medicine at all or no? Um, just people are more, um, I think they're a little better uh, as far as their cleanliness or more people like people just used to cough and just cough. Now people are more cough in their arm or they tell their kids that, or they're more cognizant of uh, basically what's going on around them. And Wow. Uh, it has definitely been a journey uh, with all of this. And now that, you know, we're on the backside of this pandemic and uh, people are traveling more, you yourself uh, have written a book and uh, your book is called Travel 911, A Health Guide for Adventures. Uh, and with everything going on right now, and it's about to open back up and people are traveling more and going on cruises, what are some of your biggest takeaways, uh, uh, medical expertise that you can give us about traveling this spring and this summer and also uh, this fall? Okay. So yeah, Travel 911. Um, and I'm just going to plug, plug in there. You can get it at travel911book.com. <laughs> or any Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you can get the ebook. So uh, my biggest thing is staying healthy and safe that your immune system has to be um, basically um, reduce your risk. It has to be up. So a lot of people, my three tips, I'm going to tell you real quick. One, hydrate. So when you're traveling, hydration is really important pre, during, and after the travel, particularly on the plane that dries you out a lot. People, you know, they do their other different beverages. I won't say what they are, but that also would dehydrate you. So stay hydrated uh, because that'll help to keep your skin moist, your joints loose for if you go on hiking. Um, and in case you get some bad food and have traveler's diarrhea, hydration will keep you up. Even if you need to use supplements, they have the different powders and supplements you can add to water that will give you electrolytes. Two, make sure you're getting your sleep. Um, so sleep is very important because sleep will boost your immune system. So people feel like, oh, I'm packing. I only get two hours of sleep or they're going from from tour to tour. It's OK to take naps. I, I tell people, don't try to pack your full day when you're somewhere. Do something in the morning. Uh, that, that whole afternoon siesta thing is real. Take a nap, even if you're just lounging, and then do something in the afternoon because the sleep will um, actually help to reduce your cortisol level, which reduces your stress, blood pressure, and keep your immune system up. And three, uh, make sure you research and plan wherever you're going. If you're going somewhere, particularly if you've never been there, research uh, that destination, like the weather, so you know what to pack. Research uh, their food source, water source. Um, research if you have medical conditions. Research what their medical system is like 
in case um, you get sick there. And just sometimes the customs that will make your, your traveling a little bit better. And always get your travel insurance. Travel insurance. Travel insurance. So a lot of people have said, say travel insurance. I, it, and it's really more like an extra, sometimes it's extra $60, sometimes an extra $100. It doesn't depend on your age or medical condition. It depends on the price of the trip. So people, of course, get it for cancellation, delay of bags, loss of bags. But travel also will include medical insurance. Because if you're traveling internationally outside the United States, you're, a lot of places will not take your medical insurance card. They don't take Aetna, Blue Cross, blah, blah, blah. No, they're going to want a credit card cash up. You get sick and you need to go to the hospital, they're going to say, where's your credit card? Pay in advance. And they don't have to treat you. So you're no longer in America. You don't get free treatment. So that so that's one thing about travel insurance, that, that it will cover you if you get sick, need medical attention, or need to be evacuated back to the United States. Oh, you just, you you just changed the game because I did not know any of that at all. Wow, wow! And this is all in the book, right? This is all in the this book. is all in the book. Y'all, y'all have to go get this book because I didn't know anything about travel insurance and how. Wow, because if you go out there, you just in trouble. Let me ask you a question. So, like, if if I was to travel abroad, right? And I am I'm okay with like as it stands right now, uh right now, if I'm okay and I go like somewhere like Ghana, beautiful place, and I get COVID over there in Ghana, what are the r- rules and restrictions that would happen before I would have to come back over here? Well, actually, nowadays there's no rules or restrictions. <laughs> you don't have to tell anybody before. So up until January, I think it was 2021, you had to take a test to come back to the United States. You no longer have to take a test. So really uh, with COVID right now, we tell people when they get COVID, um, if you just have mild symptoms, a lot of people have allergies and it feels like a cold. We say isolate for five days. Uh, Once you no longer have a fever, just go about your business. Uh, If you feel like you need to wear a mask, if you... So if someone got sick while they were internationally and they need to come back home, well, our suggestion is to just always keep a mask on. But there actually are no rules or regulations. Mm, wow. And let me and let me backtrack right quick. If at what point, especially now, will a person need to see a, a medical physician if the COVID gets worse? Uh, you, if the COVID gets worse is where, um, say, if nausea, vomiting, and you can't keep anything in your stomach and you're getting so dehydrated uh, if you can't breathe. And and particularly if you can't breathe, because a lot of people, they've had COVID and they'll go home and they say, oh, I have COVID and they'll sit there. But then they start to have, they can't breathe. They can't catch their breath, whether it's due to asthma or other things they feel like. So we want people to come to the hospital then because one, we can give them treatments. We can that open up their lungs. Uh, we can put them on oxygen um, and do things like that because it's all about the oxygen level. You have low oxygen level, it affects your it affects your heart, but really starts to affect your brain. Yeah, and I, and I feel like I'm like one of those Google like doctors because like you know all my friends have been telling me I I have a lot of friends in the medical field and one thing they said about COVID make sure you have one of these devices. Yes, <laughs> we call it a pulse pulse, pulse oximeter where you put it on your finger and 
it tells it, uh, it looks at your nail bed and it tells what your oxygenation level is. Basically the oxygen cir circulating in your blood. Um, it depends on where you live and the, your altitude, believe it or not. So if you live at sea level, most people, we will like it 96 and above. Everybody don't have to be 100. So 96 and above is good. If you live in the high altitudes, like high Denver at seven or 8,000 feet above sea level, you may be 92% and that's okay because the air is thinner there. Um, but yeah, we normally check and want people 96 or above. And I know for sure, like I said, because it goes to 100, y'all. You put, you put it on your finger and it reads your oxygen, like you said, it reads your oxygen level. Two things. I didn't know that if you put it on certain fingers, it, it reads differently on each finger. I didn't know that. Uh, I found out that the hardest. This I have a broken finger right here, and uh, they couldn't read it. And I'm like, wow, it was like at 60. I'm like, 60. I really <laughs> so it was like your Whoa. circulation is different in, in that finger because you mm. broke it, yeah. And so, but uh, but uh, a friend of mine told me she's a nurse and she said that uh, if it's in the 80s, that's a, that's a sign that you need to go to the hospital. It's not a good thing, we don't yeah. like people in the 80s, yeah, and so. <laughs> Y'all, even though, like, you know, you may get sick and stuff like that, that's, I think, an area of concern that people really should invest in the post-ox machine just in case, like, because me, like, when I get allergies, I start to freak out a little bit because my nose is stopped up and, you know, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, uh, everyone should have a blood pressure cuff, a thermometer, and a pulse oximetry. Those are, and you can get all those on Amazon. Or at Walmart. Walmart, Amazon, any drugstore, you can get it, yeah. Fairly cheap too. So, uh, speaking of having items with you, let's go back to you traveling and stuff like that. Within your book and especially on your social media, you have a travel bag, which people probably don't ever think about. Uh, give us some tips about the importance of having this traveling medical bag that uh, everyone should have. Well, once again, when I when I travel, I take a few extra things, but. I tell people um, you should always have like a first aid kit. It doesn't matter what, just for, you know, band-aids, things like that. Uh, ACE wrap uh, for particularly if you're an active person, you never know when um, you're going to twist the ankle or, you know, build, bend your wrist wrong. You should always take your medications with you. Uh, I say at least two weeks supply, which we've learned when people get delayed. And of course, if you go internationally, they should be in the bottles with your name on it. Now, my travel box that I have has all the, of course, the the wipes, the hand sanitizer, other little things like that. But then it has uh, each, I sell it quarterly. So you can get it quarterly and it just has different things like a luggage scale or, uh, you know, a door alarm for safety for solo travelers, things like that. Wow. And do you have any final message to those who are, I guess, one just addressing one final message for people that kind of really are concerned about COVID uh, and for them to actually not be as worried? Uh, my final message for COVID is that it's manageable at this point. Uh, when we first attacked us in March 2020, we didn't know what the heck was going on. We didn't know about it. It's no longer a mystery virus. So it's manageable. Uh, just be very cautious. If you get sick and you feel like you need to go to a doctor, go to a doctor to get that reassurance or to get that care. Um, but it's it doesn't have to be a death sentence anymore. Wow. Okay. There you have it. So my last question to you is, is so what's up next for Dr. Yvette McQueen? What, what, what do we have going on now when it comes to work-related? 
So when it comes to work-related, I'm still uh, traveling around the United States working as a, a physician, but I've also started uh, my own travel groups. So uh, and particularly, most of them usually physicians, where I take them and while we're on, on trips, I can give them different lectures um, according to their specialties. So I've started some, uh, I'm doing six trips a year and uh, we're going to culturally immersion places like Ghana and, and Egypt and other wonders of the world where, you know, we can relate it to um, our specialties. I know you're just making me jealous along the way. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me get my medical practice on so I can just, you know, go travel with y'all and be part of the group. But wow, Dr. Yvette McQueen, thank you so much for uh, being on this journey with us uh, and coming along the show and taking time out of your busy schedule to educate us and get us prepared and, and like just just overall just educating us on this virus and I think and you really have been played a big part uh of this and, and I just can't go on without thanking you and your colleagues and other medical people because y'all really you couldn't save everybody but you saved a lot of people so that that does go a long way Thank you. I appreciate it because usually with one patient is one at a time, but being able to tell the information here, I can touch many people all at once. Yes, man. And like I said, even though she's uh, already been to Africa, I'm going to Africa too, y'all. So if y'all listening over there in Kenya and, and, uh, and uh, Nigeria and Ghana, I'm coming. Just, just give me, just give me some, give me some time. But uh, Dr. Yvette McQueen, once again, thank you so much for coming on Shrap Show Podcast. Before you go, uh, how can people reach you on social media and get the book and uh, learn more about learn more from you? Well, first of all, my website, I keep it very simple, is yvettemcqueenmd.com. That's my website. Uh, social media, Yvette McQueen MD. Uh, that's how you reach me. In the book, I say it's travel911book.com. All right, there you have it. And if you're watching this show right now, we'll have it on the ticker below. And if you're listening, we'll have all her information in the show's description. Once again, Dr. McQueen, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. Uh, that's it for our show. Uh, make sure you go to our website to go to our website at straightupshowpodcast.com at straightupshowpodcast.com and you can see our previous COVID Impact Series episodes featuring Dr. Yvette McQueen, the travel doctor, uh, and learn more about the vaccinations and what to do and get more educated about traveling uh, this summer and spring because I, I didn't know about traveling insurance. I'm pretty sure you didn't either because that now it's just got me thinking like, hey, I might need some insurance if I go to travel abroad because I didn't know they didn't take our insurance. I thought it worked everywhere but uh go to our website strategypodcast.com learn more uh get educated and be more culture diverse uh when it comes to medical as well uh if you want to support our podcast go to uh, uh patreon.com forward slash show podcast 318 patreon.com forward slash show podcast 318 i have trouble getting that out y'all know what's wrong with me but uh until then uh that's the end of our show until then there's only one rule to our show dr mcqueen you gotta be straight up all right see y'all soon <laughs> <laughs>